Welcome to the Country Hipster Podcast. My name is Paul. I'm the Country Hipster. To my left is my brother and co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? What's up? And then uh, we have a very special guest here with us tonight in the Ottsville Record Garage. Well, we're kind of in the Ottsville Record Garage. So as you can see, things look a little bit different and behind that, us that, here. That guest is Ella. That guest is Ella, yes. This is Ella the Intern, uh, or also known as Elevator. Um, we did have Winnie Cooper on a few weeks ago, but Ella is not actually our special guest, although I'm sure she's going to pop in from time to time. But we have a very special guest of my five-month-old daughter, Regina, who right now shall remain unseen. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe she'll get some camera time later. You okay with that? Just chilling right now? Oh, she's looking at me like, what are you doing, Dad? Um, but uh, unfortunately, Katie is no longer with us. I mean, she's in Pittsburgh. No um, longer with yeah. us in this, in <laughs> in this, this, in this area code. Um, she, is on, she is on a, uh, a work trip. Um, so we are uh, doing the Country Hipster Podcast from the living room of the Ottsville Record Garage. So as I mentioned before, Ottsville Record Garage is located in literally in my garage, in my house. Um, and since uh, I am the sole responsible adult here... I'm fucking responsible as shit. Dude. Well, you're pretty responsible. But, I mean, for Regina, you don't have to be responsible for Regina. And God knows that uh, Jack is not going to do anything. Um, if anything happens, I'm, I'm using that kid as a human shield. Yes, well, I understand. <laughs> uh, see, I, I would just hold her up and be like, look how cute she is. Don't kill me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Adam, what are you drinking there? Uh, drinking Lion's Head. Lion's Head. There you go. Little, and, uh, local PA. And as a responsible father and adult, I am drinking a AHA Blackberry and Lemonade uh, sparkling water. So, With vodka. There is no vodka in this. <laughs> I do love this. So, like, I um, one of the reasons I became diabetic is because I was addicted to soda. So I don't drink soda anymore because I am diabetic, but my diabetes is very much under control. But I do love these ahas, man. They're, they're way better, better than the boobly crap. Um, and they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty damn good. And it kind of gives me my soda fix without getting, you know, actually drinking soda. But, um, yeah, so we are in the living room of the Ottsville Record Garage. And... Um, <laughs> This, do you guys need some time alone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, since my wife is uh, away, uh, we have a little thing going on here. So, as mentioned before, Adam is a very gifted woodworker and handyman, and we have him do all sorts of stuff. So, we have two things uh, that, well, one thing specifically that Katie has been asking Adam to do since we moved in here, um, and that's we have this space in our in our kitchen. Uh, uh, the people we bought it from, as I've mentioned before, have done some really weird stuff here at the uh, house. Um, and this one was like the, the what, how would you put it? Like the, the. I was trying to describe it to somebody the, yesterday and I couldn't even figure out. It's, it's essentially, um, it's essentially just negative space above the cabinets. Um, and they kind of, it's, they basically just kind of block it out um, with panels. Um, so. A couple of the panels are broken out. It looks like me and Paul discovered today that it seems like the people who lived here before tried to do some yeah they were trying to some do some fancy, fancy stuff with yeah. it, but didn't do a good job. Yeah. So, so I'm going to try to fix it. So he's going to try to fix it. We're also going to uh, hang up the dartboard in the Atwell Record Garage, um, which will be awesome because 
you know, I like darts. I like playing darts. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy doing it. Um, so, what's your what's your what's your game? Uh, I like I like um, what's what is it? Uh, fuck! Oh, cricket. What is yeah. it? T- twenty to zero. Yeah, or twenty to 15, yeah, 15, yeah, 20, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that game. Yeah, yeah. I like the O ones, but you know, I just I generally like cricket. But so at any rate. Katie's not here. Katie doesn't know that Adam came over early yesterday and will be here tomorrow to do this. So today, to what you said that today? Yes, yeah, so I'm sorry. <laughs> came today. I... It's been it's been a long day. Um, so we are doing the Katie wager. We're gonna see. We're not. I'm not telling. She doesn't know we're doing this. So um, I don't. You know, I I want to see how long it takes her to notice the two things that we do. So we have the kitchen. And we have the dartboard, right? Now, I'm setting over-unders on uh, these, and I want to see what Adam selects. So for the kitchen, um, we're giving her an over-under of three days. The over-under is set at three days that she'll take to notice. I think she will notice in less than three days. How long do you give her to notice the kitchen? Um... Oh man, am I allowed to pick under as well? Oh yeah, you can pick okay. under. Okay, I don't know how gambling works, so I don't do it. Oh no, no, we're not really um, betting anything real. Besides so how, my how, child. Many, how many days did you say? Uh, so I'm putting, I'm setting the over under. I'm setting the line at three days. Yeah. So I think she's actually going to do it. She's going to notice in two days. I don't. I honestly don't know that she's going to notice as soon as she comes home. Which that's the other thing we have to talk about is when does the day start? I guess when she gets back from her trip, that would be when the day starts, yeah. right? Okay, cool. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'll have to start the timing at that yeah. point. Um, I'll give it three. I'll give it three days. You're giving it three yeah, days? Yeah, I'll give it dead on three. Oh, so you're just going even. Oh, okay. no, oh, no, no. I, I thought you... I, I'm confused now. Yeah, I'll give her three. I'm not dead on. Just... I, I, you say so, two days. So, well, do you, do you say less than three days or more than three days? Oh, no, then I'll just go dead on three. Okay, so three. you're going even. You're saying a straight even. Stuff. Okay. All right, so I'm going with the under in two days. Adam is going even with the three days. Now, the dartboard, that's a little bit different. So she doesn't come into the garage a whole lot. Oh, you okay there, kid? Was this, Summer Movie Club? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, so she doesn't come into the garage a whole lot. She does every now and then. Um, I believe she, uh, on last week's episode, she brought us a, uh, a cable while we were in the middle of filming because my computer yeah, we was did. She brought us the charger cable. She did, which was great. Um, so I'm actually going to set the dartboard, the over under at two weeks. Oh, okay. And I think it's actually go, I, I'm going with the over and saying it's actually going to take her three weeks. I might actually go less than two weeks. Okay. So you're going with the under. Yeah. So how long do you think? Uh, I'll give it a week and a half, a little bit less than two weeks because okay. you had, you had talked to her about me and you putting the dartboard up so that's already on her radar that is so, true yes so i think she's gonna see that in three days and then automatically go oh well if he did that he probably did he may have done that as well i didn't think of that that's actually pretty yeah. smart but i didn't think it up so it's possible but i'm still going with the over okay and and i'm saying three weeks it'll take her three weeks to notice the dartboard uh, which will be fun because then you know we can hang out in the garage and play darts and stuff like that and she'll be very happy about the kitchen thing i think i think yeah. she'll be very happy about that so that is what is going on here. We have Regina. We have the dogs. We're in the living room of the house that the Oswald Record Garage is uh, set in. And uh, what are you up to? What have you been up to, man? Um, nothing much. Been working. Mm-hmm. I got some boo boos. Got, oh. got a boo boo. Yeah. I'm a palm there. Got a boo boo. I'm a knuckle there. Um, uh, 
Uh, I was very happy today because uh, my... How long has my table saw been here? Since January? The end of January? Yeah, so my table saw has been living at Paul's house like my records. Um, the, they're neighbors. Um, <laughs> they've been living here for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, so I, I, today I, I was, we were trying to figure out, lo- uh, logistics and materials and I said, uh, oh, I should probably reassemble my table saw because that's kind of important to the, the, you know, the, the, the projects we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I got to put my table saw together. Um, and, uh, it's, it's when you, you start doing woodwork as like a way of like. I'm the type of person where, like, uh, if I'm not doing something, I just start losing my mind. Like, I don't, like, take – I got yelled at by my boss because I was talking about how I don't like to take vacation because I just – if I'm not working, I feel like I'm not – like, I'm just, like, yeah, it's going dumb. going crazy. That's dumb. So I should always I, take vacation. That's why I started doing woodwork is because, like, when I wasn't working, I felt like I was losing my mind. Yeah. So I found something else to do with my hands. Um, really, it took you woodworking to find something to do with your hands. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was there. There, there was always there was always some wood involved, but a, just a different kind of work. Okay. It, you know what right. I mean? Yes. 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 Um, wood, silly putty. You know. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, so uh, when it's, it, I've often said like, kind of woodworking was kind of like my like my therapy. So it's very relieving to have had my table saw lying dormant for so long and then Real quick, kick it look, on. The lights popped on. Ooh, the lights do look good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go no, on. <laughs> no. So yeah, it was it was it was very nice to to be able to to plug my table saw in and and turn it over uh, for the first time in a while. So um, but that's really it. Um, yeah. Working, getting boo boos. There you go. And uh, putting back together table saws. And I was very surprised because uh, I didn't. There was very, very minor adjustment to get my everything square nice. and, and lined up and everything. So we didn't break it when we moved it. Correct. Yeah, good. we didn't break it when we moved good, it. Good, good. Um, good. So I was really happy that everything was uh, went back so smoothly. Once I remembered where all the bolts went. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, I actually haven't been up to a whole lot. Um, we did. Uh, if you notice, I just said something about the lights popping on. Um, uh, we we tore down our deck here um, right off of our living room. Um, and that was recently completed just last week. Oh, and that was a big yawn. Yeah, I know. She's getting tired. We might be moving out to that deck too. So, <laughs> you know, but, um, fingers crossed cause I can smoke then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, so we just got the deck done. We finished the deck was finished. I didn't finish it. I didn't do shit except like mess with the people who were working with it the whole time. Um, but it's cool. It's got like, you know, we went on the post, we put like lights on each post, um, and I don't know if you heard Regina there, but she she was just saying how much she likes the deck, right, babe? Uh huh. Yeah, there she goes. And um, yeah, so uh, so they just popped on. We have them like on a timer and whatnot. So yeah, so it's so it's pretty good. She's getting tired. Yeah, she's um, like singing herself. Yes, to sleep. she is. So the plan is that you know we set up here in the living room because she was getting tired, but then it seemed like she was catching a wind, um, which I think she did. But I think she's losing that wind. Mm-hmm. So before we get into this too much so my friend tom will be thrilled because we're going to stop at like the 12 minute point of talking about other shit before we get into the album uh because he always gives me shit about uh you guys talked for like 30 minutes about nothing and then you got into the album and i'm like yeah that happens so so we're gonna actually stop this real quick does he know we're brothers yeah 
Does he know that we have like a very good repertoire? I, I just don't think he likes it. Yeah. It's you know. I mean, but, I get it. Like you're listening cool. to to a, like a music podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Regina. 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 Um, I get it. Like you're listening to a music podcast, but like I remember that's always like people have told me on Summer Movie Club. Um, people have told me that their favorite part of the podcast is me and Zach's bullshit. Yeah. Um, hey, Regina. So th- this is Regina here. And she is getting very sleepy and starting to get a little cranky. So I think that we're going to take a little break right now. And when we come back, we will be on the deck. So say it'll be a break for us. It'll be a millisecond for yes, you guys. Like, so. you know, it'll, be, it'll be a millisecond for you. Millisecond. So, all right. So we're going to go do that real quick. I'm going to go put her down. And, uh, whoa, excuse me. And we will go from there. So stick around. Hey, guys. It's the Country Hipster, out on the deck at the Ottsville Record Garage. Um, so, this uh, episode's a little disjointed. Uh, as you saw just a few minutes ago, we were in my living room. Um, and then Miss Regina decided she needed to go to sleep. Um, so, we uh, purposely did this. Uh, Do you want to start a punk band called Miss Regina? No. No? No. That sounds like a good punk band name. No. Though. You don't think so? No. Hate it? No, no. Uh, but anyway, maybe a, maybe a punk band song. <laughs> maybe well, it's funny you, you mentioned bands and songs. Um, our theme music tonight was none other than the Unholy Four from Charlottesville, Virginia, and the song "Dirty Knife." Uh, so I forgot to mention that earlier. So I'm mm. mentioning it now. Um, also, uh, since we are at the Ottsville Record Garage, we now have <coughs> stickers for the Ottsville Record Garage. Look. There you go. Bring it up to him. Get that bad boy. Yes. Nice and close. OttsvilleRecordGarage.com. If you buy something from Ottsville Record Garage, so I'm gonna you steal will, this you, one. Yes, steal that <laughs> one. You will get a cool sticker. Our new stickers came in today, so you will get that. Um, or honestly, if you want... If you want an Ottsville Record Garage sticker or a Country Hipster Podcast sticker, um, send me an email at info at OttsvilleRecordGarage.com and say, hey, I want a sticker. Obviously, I'll need your address, too. So, Although, Paul, yes, you are a professional musician and you play shows a lot. So what shows are, do you have coming up where you could hand out stickers to exactly. people in person? I could even, if you came to one of my upcoming shows, um, I could give you one of these stickers i should be a band promoter you should be a band promoter. <laughs> so um today is may the 25th uh the thursday of memorial day weekend and my upcoming shows this weekend are i have two on sunday the 28th i will be playing at the horse and sellersville on the patio at 4 p.m um they just started doing music on sundays on the patio um and this is going to be the first time i will be Performing on the patio on a Sunday, I am at the horse every second Saturday of the month, um, but now I will be there um, every fourth Sunday as well, and that'll be the 28th of May, and then on the 29th of May, Memorial Day itself, a very special Monday show at 2 p.m., weather permitting, I will be playing at the Bucks County Brewing. Um, which is about 10 minutes from my house, okay, so I'm really excited about found. that. Oh, oh, what did you find? Bucks, Bucks County Brewery. Bucks County Brewery. Currently closed, go. but they are 5.4 miles away from where we are. There you go. So, um, yeah, so I'll be playing the Bucks County Brewery on Monday Memorial Day from 2 to 5, weather permitting. They have food trucks. Mm-hmm. They have good beer. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, that's it. Now back to our – oh, wait. Also, go check out Summer Movie Club. Check it out. Uh, okay. 
By the time you guys are listening to this, the Billy Madison episode will be out. I go. don't know what else we're going to be at. Uh, we're going to be recording an episode. Have you seen the movie Barbarian? No. Uh, uh, don't don't look into anything about okay. the movie Barbarian. Just you guys it. at home, do not watch a trailer. Do not read anything about it. Just watch the movie Barbarian and just absorb it. All right. So check out the Summer Movie Club, um, com, and I hope to see you at a show sometime. Thank you very much. And back to our regularly scheduled podcast. And we're back. So we made a little move there. We are now on the deck at the Ottsville Record Garage right off of my um, living room here where we just had the deck done. It's a beautiful night here Ooh, in smoke, Ottsville. The smoke is a nice ambiance. Yeah, it does. It is. It is a nice little ambiance there. Um Looks like our audio is good. Looks like it's picking everything up pretty good. So that's good. That is a good thing. If you guys can hear me, nod yes. Cool. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Yes. We have Regina <laughs> on the monitor. So I am not I am not a deadbeat dad. She is the monitor is right here, so I could see her. Real quick, I was telling Katie about this um, the last time I was here. When my first son was born, that motherfucker slept like a whirlwind. Like he was all over the place. And we were never sure if he was, like, awake or if he was still asleep and just, like, tossing and turning because we just had a regular baby monitor. Uh-huh. So when Henry was born, I was like, we're getting a fucking video baby monitor. Because like, <laughs> if this one is anything like the last one, I want to see what this fu- – I want eyes on this fucking kid to see what the hell he's doing. Right, right. Video baby monitor is, like, the greatest – it's, like – it like you sound like when you when you talk about like oh yeah I, I can I can watch them like I don't have it so I can like I can I just want to see them breathe yeah because you can't the video quality is not good enough like sometimes you can yeah um but like it's more of just like uh do I have to actually get up and go in there and fucking settle some shit down or is it good yep. well uh, she she just turned all around so the way I had her laying originally she's she's turned around so now her feet are facing the camera and uh not her head um but uh no this thing is great what's what's cool about this one and again you know you said like you know you had like the regular monitor right yeah. and so you had what like three years between the your second two kids yeah so i had four four okay four years yeah so i had fucking 20 years yeah. between my third and fourth kid and so there are things like now just i'm just like wait you can do what and they have what and yeah. what's this you know so they have crazy shit now where like um, they have a sock that you can put on your kid that will monitor its pulse ox level. Jesus Christ. And if something like drastic happens, it'll send a notification to your phone. Wow. So you could be like dead asleep in the middle of the night. Kids, you know, kid could stop breathing, God forbid. And the pulse ox would detect it and send a notification to your phone and wake you up so you can go check on the, so you can go figure out what's going on. Jesus Christ. That's like my uh, fucking diabetes monitor Yeah. that you put in. Earlier today. I did. I got to do a medical procedure today. There you go. <laughs> yes, you are now a doctor on top of it. I've been a doctor. Yes. Just not licensed, <laughs> ladies. Um, yeah, so no, what's, it's... What's it's, the joke? Is like, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll, I'll, take, a, I'll take a look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a licensed gynecologist. Yeah. I do it as a hobby. You yeah. Know? So, but no, we're, we're out here. It's like, you know, it's getting darker behind us. It's like, you can still see it a little bit of the... The, the hue of the sunset but it's uh, it's really nice out here it's a beautiful honestly night. i really like the um the backdrop yeah. of the uh, of the trees it looks nice yeah it does it does this is good this, we're gonna have to do this again yeah maybe during the day too yeah so we were talking about doing one by the fire pit as well but i don't know that i don't know that we're gonna be able to pull that off that might be a little more difficult why 
I don't know. I'm just thinking that it will be. I'm not sure why. I'm just thinking that it will be. But the reason we are here to talk about today is another episode of the Country Hipster Podcast. Um, and it is one of my picks. It is the specials. The specials. This Actually, is the specials the, debut the, album. The glare isn't even that bad out yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. We really might have to do this more often. <laughs> So, okay, so let's let's talk first about the factoids. We always go through the factoids of the album. Um, so here is what I can tell you about this album. This is the debut album of the specials, which was released on, which was released on October nineteenth, nineteen seventy nine. And what's funny, it's and because you see this a lot. Um, uh, most albums, you know, they, they might record it a year before, like a while before. So this came out October 19, 1979, but they recorded it during the summer of 1979. So it was a very short Oh, it was around. literally, okay. That's, yeah, between that's cool. when they recorded it and when it was actually released, which was pretty cool. Um, so... Uh, yeah, see, I think pretty much everything else that we've covered was like recorded the year before and then released yeah, exactly. the following year. Yeah, this was this was literally like months in, in between. Um could you know technically the summer ends in september end of september so it could have been weeks from the time yeah. you know but um so it's i like this album this um a couple other factoids about it this reached number four on the uk album charts for seventy nine eighty. so the year end it reached number five on the new zealand album charts and number 84 on a u.s billboard 200 and that's for like the year of like 1980 um, it was certified gold uh, in the UK, selling over 100,000 units. Um, Q Magazine in uh, the UK uh, has this ranked as 38 on the top 100 British albums ever. Wow. Uh, that was uh, in 2000 they did that. Uh, Pitchfork, uh, 42 of the top 100 albums <laughs> of the 1970s. Pitchfork Magazine and website. And Rolling Stone, now there's a little caveat with Rolling Stone. This album was released in 1979 in the UK. However, in the US, it was released in 1980. So the Rolling Stone magazine has this ranked 68 of the top 100 albums of the 1980s. 68 of? Number 68 of 100 100. of the top top. Not far off from the 68 top. 68 of 100 of the top, top albums of uh, 1980. Yep. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a great album. Now, a cool, couple cool things. There's um, there's a guest vocalist on this album. It's Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders. She does vocals, uh, some vocals mm. on uh, <laughs> Nightclub. And I didn't actually realize this. I have this album. This is from my collection. I own this album. I never really look at the liner notes for whatever reason. If I like something, I just fucking like it. I don't necessarily yeah. buy records because of the liner notes. This album is produced by none other than Elvis Costello. Is it? It is. It no is shit. produced by Elvis Costello, who is one of my favorite musicians, favorite singers. Um, and uh, you Favorite know, cameo in Austin Powers. Favorite cameo in Austin Powers. And like he really has... Um, produced a lot of like cool albums he's produced a lot of his own albums um and uh specifically but like for other bands he has produced this album for the specials he produced the special aka album which is special aka like i know 
the the specials themselves were only around for like like maybe like three years or so hmm. um and then they kind of broke up and went other ways so there were kind of some members some original members and other members and they put another album out and the only album they ever put out under the special aka um which is basically the way saying like we're the specials but we're not the specials it's kind of like now we're like uh like what's his name uh the that guy who's not the original lead singer of sublime sings for sublime so it's not sublime anymore right it's sublime with rome right yeah stuff like that yeah. yeah so this was the specials aka he did uh one of my favorite pogues albums he was the uh, producer of which is rum sodomy and the lash uh, i did not realize that he did a uh, although i'm not surprised he um because i think he elvis costello is now touring with him or is, has an upcoming tour with him he produced a nick Lowe album he produced an album for squeeze are you familiar with squeeze no cool band from the 80s they do that like a uh, couple couple of hit songs like probably the most uh recognizable would be uh you know pulling muscles from a shell yeah, oh yeah. yeah yeah so that's squeeze and uh-oh uh-oh we losing connection we're losing connection it should come back in a second sorry let's baby wrap, monitor issues let's wrap some tin foil around it i know right something do you have any wire hangers we could oh fuck okay yeah we lost it um that's all right i'll take care of that in a second um but uh he also um Produced an album for none other than Paul McCartney. He produced the album Flowers in the Dirt, uh, which is considered Paul McCartney's like comeback album. Hmm. Um, specifically, and if and and you know he does have like Elvis Costello is a very specific sound. We talked about this like about about specific styles, specific guitar yeah. sounds, and stuff like that. Um, I think Elvis Costello has a very specific like songwriting style and a, and, a, and a producing style to an extent too. So the big hit off of uh, Flowers in the Dirt was the song My Brave Face. Um, and when I when I found out that Elvis Costello, uh, you know, produced this album, it made total sense. Could you just walk towards there, talk I, towards the bedroom so it reconnects? And I'll talk for a minute. Oh, it has to go. Okay. Yeah, it has to go towards the bedroom because that's right. Uh oh. Don't lose shit. My keys are my. I carry a tape measure. Yes, because you're my a key, my keys got attached to the uh, to the netting. Yes. Yeah, so okay. So while you do that for me, I'm gonna keep talking about. Uh, you know, my brave face very much sounds like an Elvis Costello song, um, and uh, that album was produced by Elvis Costello, um, and it came from a bunch of songs that actually Elvis Costello and Paul McCartney uh, decided to collaborate on. And um, they were just kind of like working on different different things. And I think the intention uh, was to put an album out together, um, which they ended up not doing. But, um, you know, Flowers in the Dirt got recorded. Um, and also uh, Elvis Costello recorded his solo album, Spike, uh, which has a heavy Paul McCartney influence on it. Uh, and one of the songs that, you know, again, when I found out he was a co-writer, um, the song Veronica off of the album Spike was also co-written by Paul McCartney, which sounds, if you if you listen to the tunes and the, and the bubbly and the, the bouncing vocal line of that album, it really does kind of sound like, thank you, it sounds like a Paul McCartney song. So, um, so that's really cool. And I thought that was cool to, you know, again, I don't read liner notes, even though it's on the label and shit like that. I, I don't really buy albums for the liner notes. If it's um, not on the dead wax, Paul doesn't give a wax, shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about it. Um, uh, I will just, uh, you know, I'll just skip that. But no, it was cool to find out that Elvis Costello uh, did produce this album. I am going to light up a, a backwoods. So, once again, oh, what do you got there? I say there's some glare. If you pitch down, you can lose the glare, but we have some, uh, another uh, PA local beer is a uh, 
We talked about I can't remember what podcast we talked about it on, but we talked about Yards Brawler. Um and you talked about specifically preferring brawler from a can than I from do. a bottle. I do, yes, yes. So. That's one of the reasons I got it. So, so, again, being a responsible parent, this is not a blunt. It's not a blunt. It is a backwoods dark stout cigar. Okay, so that's what I'm smoking here. It's not a blunt, but people would definitely buy them to gut them and make them into blunts. Absolutely, they would, but if I'm going to do that, I want to just smoke it out of a pipe. See, that's too much work. Can I ask you a personal drug-related question? Go for it. Um, do you do you enjoy smoking a blunt? Like of the of the various forms of no, I the really various don't. forms of of smoking weed. Do you enjoy? Do you is is a blunt uh, your preferred method? No, it's really not. Um, I mean, ultimately, I I prefer to just smoke a joint, but I'm really bad at rolling them. Mm. So I I just usually smoke it out of a pipe or a bowl, or, mm. you know. So yeah, so that's me. You yeah. know. When I do that, I don't do it often. No. Although edibles are great. Now that like a lot of this shit's legal, it's not legal in Pennsylvania, so I don't do that while I'm living in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but uh, edibles only, are great. Only when you're in New Jersey. Only it's... when I'm in New Jersey or Washington State or Virginia or other states where it is. Uh... I think Colorado was the first one, wasn't it? Uh, Colorado, Colorado was like the was the 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 forefather. Yep. Yep. So okay. So back to the album. <laughs> This album here. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna. That's, I'm just gonna constantly apologize to Tom now. Well, it's funny because, like I said, he sent me. I guess so. This is this is the funny thing. Like, and and I appreciate everybody who's subscribed and who's watching or listening to the podcast. Um, but we do we do film this stuff and record this stuff a few weeks in advance before it's actually posted. Like this one's gonna post. Um, the I wrote that down because I'm following that shit. This one is going to post, uh, it's going to air on the 25th. So it's now uh, May 25th. It is a Thursday uh, before Memorial Day weekend. So happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you to all who's, who have served and Absolutely. given their lives so that people like Adam and I can sit here and talk shit about records. And uh, So I can ask Paul what's his preferred method exactly. of, of, of imbibing weed. <laughs> But yeah, so but so so I have I have friends who will who will message me and they'll be like uh, talking about whatever episode just posted. And I'll be like, you said da da da. I'll be like, wait, I I said what? Like I don't. Like, that I, doesn't that, sound like me. That was seriously three weeks ago, and I was yeah. drunk, and I haven't watched this again. You know, and then Tom like uh, posted me. I, I think he just watched the uh, the Smiths episode and just sent me a text message. Fifty minutes before you actually started talking about the album. It was. It was. A, it in was all fairness, a though, we had a special guest. We, it, had, we had a special guest. It was a booze and vinyl, vinyl, so we had to take some time for the special guest. We mm-hmm. had to take some special time to make drinks. Mm-hmm. We had to. Re, we had to properly review the book. So, like, it's, exactly, you get, yeah. it, that's understandable. Yes, but you know, I just wrote. Yeah, that happens sometimes. You know, because it, it is what it is. But I, I do appreciate. It. I, I, and I appreciate the the feedback as well. Yeah. So. You know, if you guys have any feedback for us, just drop it in the comments, whether, you know, whatever you're listening to this on, you know, whether you're watching it on YouTube or Spotify or iHeartRadio or whatever we're on, um, just drop drop us a message in the comments, man. We'll see it, and I definitely will appreciate your um, your uh, feedback and, and your banter. But, you know, that's, that's what we're doing here. We're just, you know, talking about records and we shit. Keep it, we keep it loose. We keep it loose. Yeah. Um, so... The Specials were not the band that introduced me to Ska. The band that actually introduced me to Ska was the Dancehall Crashers. 
Okay. There's a band from California, um, uh, two lead singers, two, two I, female lead singers. I know the name, but I don't think I've ever heard them. I think I think they had, in the late 90s, they had an album come out called Lockjaw, which was like their commercial album, which was also their, I think that was their last album. Um, I actually got to see the Dancehall Crashers twice. Once was at uh, uh, City Gardens in Trenton, New Jersey, which was an excellent place. The only show I ever saw it at, uh, at City Gardens was the Dancehall Crashers. Um, and Jesus Christ Super Ska opened up. It's a solid fucking name. Yeah, it is. And I think, I want to say Mustard Plug, but I'm not 100% sure on who the other band was. But oh, um, they were great. And then I and, and, and then I saw them and met them at the uh, Warp Tour in uh, 96 as well. Oh, nice. Which was cool. But at that point, uh, by the Warp Tour, they... Uh, they, they um, didn't have horns anymore so it was you know it wasn't quite it's not quite the same um but yeah so that is the band that uh introduced me to ska but i discovered the specials very soon after um and absolutely love this album and uh you know and and in general i just mm. i just i love this album it's a good album um this album to me feels a little more reggae or i would say subdued ska yeah, but um, it's still you know I think it's still great and it's it's a sample it's a it's a staple yeah. in in the in the genre, um, and as far as like bands that are still playing today, um, which will which uh, that I would kind of compare the most to the specials is probably the Slackers, who I actually finally got to see um, at the uh, this is Croy- this is not Croydon Fest a couple weeks ago where I got my Fishbone shirt that I'm wearing and I saw Fishbone again and that was a very nice. Um, <clears throat> my thing went out which was a big Scott fest um it was its fourth year held at the uh, broken goblet um brewery in croydon and that was that was a really good time but one of the bad things about the um the you know the specials no longer being with us besides the fact that they've broken up um the, their lead singer terry hall died in december of 2022 so that's oh. uh for terry hall terry, terry hall. hall there you go rest in peace terry hall he died of cancer which is very unfortunate because I had a chance to see the uh, specials and um, didn't I didn't go I didn't go I, I can't remember why I didn't go it was how it was, recently did you it was fairly recently it was um I say if he passed away in 2022 it was it was 2018 2019 oh, okay. something like that they were touring I think it was most of the original members if not all of the original members and they were also playing at the TLA in Philly which is a small place and yeah. I don't remember the full circumstances as to why I didn't go. I don't know. I don't remember if I had a show or if uh, maybe funds weren't like that great for me. At the, I don't, I yeah. don't remember. I just remember not going and, and regretting not being able to go. And now, you know, yeah. now Terry's dead. And, you know, so now I will never, I will never get to see. Them. So, um, what, it, what are your, what are your initial thoughts about this album? Um, I'm very curious about that. Well, I wanted to go into kind of like my history with the album a little bit. Okay. Um, before I get into like my thoughts on it, I so growing up, I knew a bunch of guys who were really into ska. Okay. Never really listened to it aside from like catching, uh, uh, what's the fucking um, uh, aside from like the impression that I get by like Mighty Mighty Bosses. Mighty like Bosses, that was yeah. my okay. that was my Which my probably. My f- other than the specials, well, I mean, I, I'd say probably commercially the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones are probably the yeah. most commercially successful ska band. 
Um, so I, I always remember for a very long time. I always remember seeing the little like the little huh? the little mo- boy. The, yeah. yeah. Um, never really under- knowing what the fuck it was. It was always like that. They, I remember that, oh, them. These dudes always had T-shirts with the the rude boy, as you referred mm-hmm. to him as, yeah. and uh, like uh, covers of uh, like Operation Ivy albums. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which Operation Ivy eventually became Rancid. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it was always like I was like that. That was like the the scene that they were like into. Never got into it. And I always like knew of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then few years back, uh, saw the movie Chef. Okay. Starring, uh, I think, written, directed, and starring John Favreau, mm-hmm. um, which is a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Um, and in it, there is a kind of, not salsa, but kind of like a a, a different version of um, a message to you, Rudy, okay. um, on it. And I was looking for that version of it, and I came across the specials version it came right. across the specials version of it and um really enjoyed the hell out of it um i have a, a big playlist on my phone um that i used to listen to while I, I i i started the playlist because i was getting it was what i would listen to while i was like getting a shower and getting ready for work so right. the playlist is just called ready so uh, a message to you rudy by the specials has been on my um, my ready playlist for a couple years at this point. Um, and then it wasn't until, um, I was looking through Paul's 25 and I saw, and I pulled out the specials album and I was like, Oh shit. Side one track one is fucking message G Rudy. That's awesome. Um, on the whole, I enjoy the album. Um, I, I people, there, pe- the, I feel like there's no in between for ska. There is not. I was actually, I was going to ask you too. What, what are your, you, what are your feelings about Scott? I see. That's the thing. I think I might be the in between, because really? like I don't like, I don't. I'm not the like. There's people who fucking hate Scott. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I there's the there's guy. people who hate Scott, and then there's people who like they're still walking around in fucking suits and fedoras. Yeah. yeah. Black coat. White yeah. Shoes. Black hat. Cadillac. Oh, and yeah. the boys of time. Bomb exactly. <laughs> um, so like there, there's, but I feel like I might be the in between because like I. I enjoy this album. I I enjoy pretty much every pretty. I enjoy pretty much all like the ska that I've listened to. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if ska is going to be my first like if ska is going to be my first choice to go to. Yeah. So so okay. I get that. I get that. So so I love ska. You know what I mean? Like I I and that's one of the things I've written here. I love like that the the specials introduced to me the the rude boy culture. You know what I mean? And, and um, you know, I, I, I do. I love Scott. I love I'm not a dancer. You know what I mean? Like, even though I was a theater major, specifically a musical theater major, I'm not a dancer. And, if, no. you know, if I'm at a wedding and, you know, a song comes on that I'll dance with my wife to, I'll dance with my wife. Yeah. Otherwise, if I'm dancing, I'm really drunk. If you're at a wedding and turned down for what comes on. All bets are off. Yeah, but, exactly, yeah. exactly. But you know, so it's, so I'm not it's a, turned down for what? What are you supposed to do? Right, yeah. So not turned down for what? <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> but anyway, so 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 I don't. I'm not really a dancer unless I'm really drunk. Yeah. But if I go to a ska show, I'm fucking dancing. I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm dancing the whole time because it's it's fucking fun. I enjoy yeah. it. It's, it's a lot of fun, and I've seen a lot of ska bands. I remember there's I forget. 
there was a show that you back when you were putting on shows. We were it was at some church, mm-hmm. and you were playing with Sean. Sean uh-huh. was playing drums, and you were playing yes. guitar. And you had this terrible fucking wig on, uh-huh. and I just remember you were like, it, it was, and it was a very like, not screamy, but like heavier type of so like it was, it was more like that was that was my old punk rock roots. Yeah, yeah. so it was it was very like the 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 dancing that was going on at that show was more of like a a, a light mosh, if yes. you will. Yeah. So I remember you with this terrible fucking like almost like a long Beatles bowl cut type wig on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Talking like you're like, all right, we're gonna play something for you for you kids to dance to, and then you come in with this fucking like reggae type yeah. riff, and I'm like, and everyone's just kind of looking at you like, the fuck, the man. Fuck? Yeah. Well, everybody the whole time we were playing, everybody's looking at us like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, you know, so that was that was a lot of fun. That was that was a good thing. That was my uh, my uh, uh, when I started playing guitar, I learned three chords and started writing punk songs with Sean, and yeah, you know, and so at that point, you know, I guess I'm almost. So almost thirty. I'm putting on shows. I'm this like an all ages show, and I was like fucking with the the other bands, and I, uh, I was like, yeah, man, there's gonna be this like old punk band coming on. They're called Murky Distraught. They're from fucking back in the day, man. I can't believe I got them. They're fucking amazing. <laughs> to the point where I got Sean to, <laughs> to write up <laughs> and Photoshop a fucking like Rolling Stone magazine article and like I posted it all over the like the place and people were like, Oh my god, and they're like reading it. And they're like, Holy shit, these guys are fucking oh my god. So Sean sets up the drums. I'm running the show and I know all the bands because I booked all the bands. Yeah. Right. Sean sets up on the drums and he's sitting on stage and then I go and put on his fucking wig and just come walking. I'm like, what's up, motherfuckers? And they're just like, what the hell is this? And we got up and we did because I think what happened was like a band like canceled on me. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna get another band. We're just gonna get up and do this." So, yeah. Excuse me. So that yeah, so that's pretty funny. But um, Sky in general, I think I think I I saw something that where somebody um it was a meme or something like that, and I think it's really fucking accurate. Where um they describe Sky as the sound that goes off in a twelve year old boy's head when he gets an extra mozzarella stick with his order. Yeah. You know, it was just like I heard. I'm like. Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty fucking yeah, You accurate. get an extra mozzarella stick, all of a sudden. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and Ska, it's, it's funny. The person the person who I know who absolutely hates Ska is a guy I used to work with um, in the movie industry. And it surprises me because he's also really into jazz and he's a jazz drummer. And just the musicianship of Ska mm. is is amazing. Like, like it's not... It's not easy to write those songs. It's certainly not fucking easy to play those songs in no. any beat, you know, because you're on the upbeats and and you're generally using like sustained chords and diminished chords and seventh chords and shit like yeah. that. And honestly, if it's not G, C, and D, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you you add these bands, and then and then when you when you add bands that have the horns as well, I mean, yeah. you're talking about like most of these musicians and and the and the people starting these bands and playing these bands. Are like fucking college students who are who are who are in school for like jazz composition and shit like that, like stuff yeah. that I could never even like wrap my fucking head around. Yeah, and they're putting out these songs, and you know, and it's great, and and you get so many different walks of life at a ska show. You will get you will get skinheads, you will get rude boys, you will get old fucks like me, you'll get little punk kids, you know, and 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 the cool thing about like the ska shows and ska in general is it's all about like harmony and getting together and yeah. you know, talking about issues and you know Which I mean it kinda comes stuff. back to like at the end at the end of the day, the like 
Sky is essentially reggae with horns. Is how I've always described it to people who don't know what the yeah, fuck I'm talking bit, about. Yeah, like yeah, sped up reggae with horns. It's yeah, probably the, the the dumbed down way to describe. Sky. Yeah, yeah. So like it kind of it kind of understands like you can't be upset. Like if if you're upset listening to reggae, you're doing something wrong in life. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing applies to Scott. Like you can't be upset with fucking like you said like up tempo up strokes like. Oh, in like and a horn. Positive and, lyrics, usually, yeah. You know, a fucking a trombone and a trumpet. You can't be upset about that shit. Yeah, you know, and it's you know, it's it's really it's and it and it really is. It's a lot of fun. That's that's why I like that's why I like ska. That's why I like going to the shows. That's why you know I love I love the specials. I love this band and no. you know they were around for a short short period of time and they put out like this album specifically is fucking great. It's a mm. great album. You know what I mean. Um, so yeah, no, I, I love it. And there's so many like cool like bands that are still out there. And like, you know, there's it's it's funny like how you said like um we've talked about how there's like all these different types of like like uh metal and yeah. shit like that. So ska is just ska. Yeah. Right? And you just call it ska, but like there are different almost different genres of ska within it. Like you have like regular ska, you have reggae, and then you have like more like punk ska, which so like like I would put like um like less than jake mm. is like punk ska yeah. you know what i mean rancid is like punk ska uh the interrupters who are a great fucking band who i did get to see um they uh they played uh at the fillmore um it was actually mine and katie's uh second date hmm. you know and the skinny lister opened for him i love skinny lister they're not a ska band but you know they they opened for him and there was another punk band who i don't i don't remember what they were called but they were also very good um but uh you know, and and, and you know, you, that's like like the the punk ska, and then you have like the reggae ska, which I like. I'd almost put like, or like I would say like subdued ska, where it's like I would kind of put the specials, the slackers, and then you have just like like kind of like pure ska, which would be like, um, you know, like the dancehall crashers. Um, there's a band from Philly uh, that's out right now, and they're touring and they're doing a lot of stuff. They're called Catbite. Mm-hmm. Check out Catbite if you if you if you've never heard of them. Um, they're like pure ska um uh catch 22 like mm. bands like that um and then you have then you have your satanistic ska in mesoscopheles they're they're seriously they're great they're like they're like they're like uh if you if you look them up they're like a satan worshiping ska band it's awesome and they're fucking they're fucking amazing and like like they start off one of their songs they're like one two three four five six 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 and they go like their song it's fucking great so, so at last year's uh, This Is Not Croydon Fest, I actually got to see Bezoscopheles for the first time, and mm. I fucking loved that. I was like, and uh, Katie, Katie was uh, about two months pregnant at that point. Mm. And so, like, we got there early, and, you know, she was, like, not feeling well, plus she wasn't able to drink or anything. Yeah. I was just like, listen, can we just see Mezoscopheles, and then we can go? And she's like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. So so we did that, and then we, then we jetted. Um, but like I was so happy to, to to get to see them play and whatnot. And Fishbone, Fishbone is a band that I've seen um, uh, three times now, mm. um, and uh, they're they're cool. But what's funny is my uh, I was talking about this uh, at the show as well. Um, my introduction to Fishbone was through Pee Wee Herman. Explain. <laughs> so <clears throat> there is a Frankie and Annette movie called Back to the Beach. Okay. So it has, you know, Frankie and Annette. And, um, well, actually, so, well, Pee Wee Herman's also in that movie. So I guess it's not actually Pee Wee Herman, but he's in that movie too. Sorry. Pee Wee Herman has a, has a cameo and does the bird. 
uh, Aunt Becky from Full House, Laurie Laughlin, mm-hmm. or however your surname, Laughlin Laughlin. Yeah. She's in it. She's a criminal. No she one, is a criminal. You, you, don't, have to pr- you yes. don't have to pronounce her name yes, properly. Right. Laurie Felony yeah. is what we'll call her. Um, so she's in it. Um, but at any rate, there's a <laughs> You like that, Laurie Felony? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like. It sounds like uh, what someone's name in like a like a roller derby would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, at any rate, they're on the beach, and Annette's talking about oh, when I was young and da da da, we would have fun da da da, and and uh, next thing you know, this band starts playing. It's a song called Jamaica Scott. Well, it's fucking Fishbone. No. Doing like ska, ska, ska. Jamaica. Scott. He's got the big fucking baritone horn. He's like, ah, you know. So, so that's pretty cool. You know? and, and the first time I saw, the other thing, the first time I saw Fishbone was at uh, La Palooza 93. And um, two, two cool things about that. Well, I'll tell you the whole story. Two cool things that happened about that particular day was the first was when Primus was the headlining band. When they got up, um, the singer of Fishbone got up uh, with his baritone horn and played uh, Sailing the Seas with Cheese with them, which was which was pretty awesome. Yeah. But another thing was I'm sitting there with my friend. Um, this is at, like, now the Wells Fargo Center is there, but it used to be JFK Stadium, but it was knocked down. So that's where they had Lollapalooza in 93. And I'm sitting there with my friend, and I see this dude walking by, and I was like, yo, is that the singer of Fishbone? Like, walking, like, like this, this far away from yeah. And she's like, nah, why would he be walking around in the crowd? I'm like, uh, yeah, good point. When Fishbone gets up, and he's like, I was walking around in the crowd earlier. I'm like, motherfucker. I was walking around the crowd earlier, and like, some kid was like, hey, is that that guy? And yeah. his girlfriend was like, no, it's not. And I was like, incognito. I'm like, god damn it. And so so fast forward to the second time I saw Fishbone, which was at the um, the Warp Tour in 96, where I had like backstage passes and whatnot. It's where I met the Dancehall Crashers. I met Fishbone. I met... Uh, unfortunately, met Blink-182. And, yeah. you know, a couple other bands and whatnot. But, um... Uh, I'm backstage and there's like a whole like you know like nice little air conditioner area or whatnot. Dude's just sitting there at the at the table just sitting by himself. And so I'm like, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not, you know, yeah. like like Hamilton. I was yeah. not gonna throw fool, away fool my me shot. once, shame on me. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I walk over to him. I was like, hey man, I saw you Philly '93. I told him the story, and he just he looks up at me, puts his hand out. He's like. Well, I'm glad I finally get to meet you. And I was like, "Fuck, that's yeah. fucking cool. That's cool shit." That's a so, good fucking line. Dude. Yeah, it is. It is. I was like, I was like, "Fuck, man, that's awesome." So now, but so it was a really nice guy. I honestly don't remember his name, but um, Jeff, Jeff Fishbone, Jeff Fishbone. There you go. It's not Jeff, but, <laughs> but yeah. So you know, um, a lot of a lot of great ska bands. There's new bands. There's the old bands. It's just, I I just like it. I like the yeah. genre. I like the music. Um, it makes me happy and makes me want to dance. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of ska um, on vinyl. Like I said, if, if if I had the one Dancehall Crashers album that introduced me to ska, that would have been in on, the place of, yeah. of this album on my uh, 25 for sure. So, um, and like I said too, like one of the things I like, it's getting hard to see. Um, Paul's old. <laughs> uh, yes, I am old. Well, it's also it's also kind of dark, and I, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm jumping around. Okay, so so yeah. Um, one of the things I like I like about uh, Sky in general and this album is like, you know, they they definitely talk about um, you know uh, social issues. Mm. They bring things on, especially at the time. You know, um, 
which is very similar to like ska and punk do that like, yeah you know um concrete jungle you know uh which they they took the title that's on from a um uh bob marley song about from, from a know, jay-z song right concrete jungle where dreams are made of uh what <laughs> Um, through the dog that uh. makes reference to what was going on in Northern Ireland at that time. It was like, you know, in Belfast, because we're talking about the, the IRA, the UDA, and all this, mm. you know what I mean? Um, too Much Too Young just takes like a social, you know, like, mm-hmm. I have a feeling you've done Too Much Too Young. Probably. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the the whole... Uh... Uh, the the in in too much too young saying like like we you could we could be we could be having fun but you're married with a son or, mm-hmm. so, or yeah, you're well, married or, or you're 14 years old with a baby yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I but, think in the song they say 18 but yeah well, I got yeah. the I got you, you got them beat I think they, I got I, that bitch beat I think they wrote I think they wrote that song for you. So, but all all in all, man, it's a it's a solid album. Like all around, it'll always hold a. Literally a special place in my but, uh, collection. You, yeah, yeah. So, what do you, what do you, uh, what are your general thoughts? Um, I like I said, I just really enjoy it. Like it's, um, it's, it was good. So I listened to it today. Um, I had to, um, I had to do some some traveling today. Um, and uh, I listened to it. Um, so I had texted Paul the other day because I was trying to listen to the album on the way to work. <laughs> yes. That is- um, and on iTunes, on Apple Music, where I listened to basically everything um, that we've done so far, uh, they had two versions of this album. They had the two fi- 2015 remastered edition and they had the 2002 remastered edition. And the 2015 remastered edition was about 47,000 songs and <laughs> about an hour and 45 minutes long. Yes. And I'm like, there's no... I'm like, I remember holding this album. Like, it's a single fucking album. There's no way that all this shit is on one fucking single album. Um, so I texted Paul to send me a picture of the uh, the track list on the back um, so I could figure out... So if you're listening on Apple Music... The version we listen to is the 2002 remastered version on Apple Music. Is it? Yes. Okay. Um. Uh. So I listened to that um on um part um part of my drive today. It's not a long album. It's only about half an hour. Something thir- like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually. Thirty-five minutes tops. Um. Like so it's a quick album. It's a good listen. It's good just driving in the car music. Yeah. Um. Uh. Especially like. I, I I had a, I got a little bit I fucking hate traffic, well, like you know like it's a, like I, Steve Winwood and like Dave Mason yeah like okay. every like everybody else uh, I hate traffic, um so I caught a little bit of traffic today and um, uh so this was kind of the like Paul said like it just it's it's happy it's like it's just happiness embodied in music, um, so uh, that got me through the uh, the little bit of traffic that I hit. But yeah, like all in all, it's just a good album. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've never been the I've never been the fuck ska person, mm-hmm. but I've never been the. Now I'm smoking. Yeah. Let's see what you got me doing. I've never been the like the 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 hard. I've never been the rude boy, if you will. Right. Um. So which which I think I think I wanted to be a rude boy. Which, like, can like, can you explain to me where the what I'm like what what why. Why rude? What is it? Rude I is I don't know. I just they're just called rude boys, and they do the skanking. Cause like so the uh, uh, something I thought of while I was listening to this album today, um, 
and Paul won't understand. I don't think you. I think you've said you've never seen this movie, so you won't get it. But watching, listening to this album, I wanted to watch SLC Punk. Okay. Um, at one point in SLC Punk, like they talk, they're talking about the whole the punk scene in in Salt Lake City. So there's the punk kids, but then there's also the mod kids. Right. So like it, this song, this album just makes you wish you had a suit and a trench coat and a Vespa. So so, um, I just googled. What or origin is, of rude boy what is a rude boy right and so so rude boy because rihanna says it too the the definition of rude boy is a lawless urban youth who likes ska or reggae music okay now people who ask on that on that part of the google says what does rude boy mean in slang a member of a group of lower or working class teenagers in the 1960s noted for listening to ska music and for juvenile delinquency they inspired the later Rude Boy fashion in Britain, also called Rudy with an I-E, Rudy with a Y, and Rudy with an I, hmm. uh, word origin. Uh, originally Jamaican slang from rude in the sense of coarse, vulgar, or uncouth. Um, um, another thing that this also made me kind of want to watch again was uh, This Is England. Okay. You ever see This Is England? Mm-mm. Uh, I it's been a very long time since I've watched it, but basically it, it's like it's it follows uh, basically this little kid. He's probably like I want to say like uh, like preteen, like eleven, twelve maybe, and he starts hanging out with like these um uh like he starts hanging out with like, these uh these skinhead kids and not like skinhead. I think Ella wants to come out. Not skinhead in the uh, in the neo-Nazi sense. Uh, skinhead in the just like uh, like our brother Brian. Once Paul comes back, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my beer up here so Paul can go back and cheers it. Uh, our brother Brian was a skinhead. Brian yes. Brian was a member of Sharp, which was <laughs> skinheads, skinheads against, against racial racial prejudice. Um, but it's just that style that like so the um, like you know. Cuff jeans mm-hmm. and the Doc Martens and the yep. fucking coll- collared shirts and the suspenders and shit. The Fred Perry yeah. shirts, yeah. Kids starts hanging out with the... In fact, there's a scene in the movie where for the kid's birthday, all of these older kids that he's hanging out with pitch in and buy him a Fred Perry shirt. Oh, that's great. For his birthday. That's awesome. Um, so it made me want to watch SLC Punk and it made me want to watch This Is England. Okay, cool. But all in all, enjoyed the album. Nice, nice. So this... Um, the fuck, man? Oh yeah, I gotta go to the other page for that. Okay, so do you, this actually. Do you want, do you want a light? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So what was cool <laughs> about this copy is um, this was actually when I started collecting vinyl again, um, which was in the early two thousands, right? That's when I um, that's when I started collecting vinyl again, and I did not even have um, a turntable yet. I was one of those people who was buying records without a turntable, but I was I was. I was buying records with the intention of getting a turntable. I know mm-hmm. some people now will just buy a record to have a record. You yeah. know, um, they don't have a turntable. They have no way to play it. They just want to physically own the record, which is cool, man. If that's you know, it is it is a collector, a collection, a collectible mm-hmm. thing. That's what you're into. Personally, I want to play the fucking records, but yeah. Um, so this, when I started collecting vinyl again, this was actually, excuse me, one of the first albums. That I purchased. Oh, okay. And I got it at the legendary Princeton Record Exchange for $5.99. 
599 Princeton, New Jersey. Princeton, Princeton Record Exchange in Princeton, New Jersey. So if you ever if you ever get Were a chance, you just talking about you were talking about the Princeton Record Exchange on the um were you talking about the Princeton Record Exchange on the Smiths episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were saying the guy from the B fifty twos. Yeah. I think would take like promos and yes. shit down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I love I love the Prince Record Exchange. If you ever if you ever get a chance, is um, still a thing? It, oh yeah, yeah. It's very much a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you ever get a chance, if you uh, want to take like a destination, um, you know, trip to buy some records, look at the kicking. Yeah. I can't tell if my daughter's waking up or not, or if she's just being rammy. Did you turn the volume down? I didn't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, no, that's that's up. Okay. I think that would be. I think that could be something. That could be something interesting that um that we could do for some uh some non podcast content for yeah. the uh, for the page would be to go to the Prince of Record Exchange. Yeah, man, that'd, that'd be actually that'd be pretty awesome. So and not be like one time. Uh, there's a. I think it's based out of New Jersey. Is the uh, the punk rock flea market. Was at the uh, was at Neshaminy Creek Brewing Company the one time, and uh, I had asked Paul to go, mm-hmm. and uh, something talking. something came up with both of us um, that we ended up not being able to do it. Um, but I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. Let us know at home, you listening and and viewing at home, if uh, you want to maybe see some extra content of uh, Paul and I fucking geeking out and buying records. Um, I feel like now listening to this album, um, that like I, I I feel like I'm part of the part. I feel I feel like listening to this album now and like knowing the specials. Um, I feel like I'm part of the cool kids now because, um, like I said, like guys that like, I knew, um, guys that I knew when I was younger um, were very much into the music. Um, always f- were fucking posting, um, the little rude boy and shit. Um, I was just saying to the viewers at home oh, that I heard you. <laughs> you heard me. Yeah. You can hear it all the way in the bed. Do I talk that loudly? I think, well, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, cause I got yelled at because I wasn't talking loud enough. Loud the first... Yes. Yes. Um, right. so yeah, I feel like I'm part of like, I'm, I'm part of like the, the cool kids now. Cause I, I, I have a, I have a specials album under my belt. That's good. It's good. All right, so favorite songs. Yeah. I Sorry, know. Ella's chasing a moth. Yes. Um, Ella decided to join us. I don't know if you saw her or not, but favorite songs. Um, I mess. I I I, I uh, mentioned earlier a message to you, Rudy's probably at the top of my list. Okay. Um, and I think I want to throw "It's Up to You" on there. All right. And and then either I want to go, um, parentheses dawning of a close parentheses new era. Uh huh. Or um, Concrete Jungle. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. It's a toss up between those two. Just to get a song, just to get a song from the B side, I'm gonna go uh, Dawning of a New Era. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So my my three favorite songs on this album are Dude the Dog. Okay. Love that fucking song. Nightclub um, makes me want to dance. Whenever Nightclub yeah. comes on, it's like nightclubs, the seeing place to be. So like I love I love that um I love that song. Um, and then my third would be Dawning of a New Era would be my uh, no. third favorite song. One of the reasons I actually like Dawning of the New Era so much is like because we talked about, um, you know, with Elvis Costello being the producer of this album, 
um, and how he has this very specific style and a very specific sound. Excuse me. Um, that song um, has an Elvis Costello guitar riff throughout mm. the whole thing. It starts off with it, and like right away, like especially after like finding out that like he produced the album, I was like, "That's fucking Elvis's. That's his thumbprint on yeah. this album." Is that that tone, that riff, that style? It's it's very you know it's very Elvis Costello. So yeah. so that's that's one of the reasons I do. So um, least favorite song. I don't, it's, it's hard to, 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 to point it out, to pick one. Um, maybe too hot. Okay. I don't know. It's like something when I remember when I was listening to it, like too hot, I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's too hot for you. You can't, it's just too hot. You can't handle yeah, it. Yeah. I can't, I, I had to get out of the kitchen for that yes, one. Yes. Yes. Um, Are you scared? Did you get a dog like Ella? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 too, I think just by like like we've said before, like the worst songs on good albums are still better than the best songs yeah. on shitty albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just by default, one of them has to be the least. And I'm, I'm gonna, I might throw uh, uh, "Too Hot" as my least favorite. Mine would be um, "It's Up to You." That's my least favorite song, oh. just because it's just kind of like, eh. You know, because you know, it's up to you. When I was listening to it, it, it very, it reminded me of like an emo song. Okay, right. um, no, I can see that. It's just it's another just, thing. Yeah. When I was listening to this, um, uh, I can't remember. I, I wish I, 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 I didn't take notes this time, um, and I really wish that I did because I can't remember what fucking song it was. But the entire time I was listening to one of the songs, I was like, this is. It reminds me of, um, which I mean. Same era, same re country. Mm-hmm. It reminded me very much of the Clash. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. The Clash has. I feel like a, a lot of Clash stuff has a lot of. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like sometimes the Clash might fall into that punk ska. Oh, yeah, no, that you were I, yeah. that you were talking yep, about. I mean, like yeah, it has a lot of uh, of reggae type um, yeah. guitar to it. Mm-hmm. So I forget what song it was, and I'm just gonna bug me all yeah, night. One song, I don't know what it's called, but it's like Rudy can't fail. Yeah, Rudy yeah. can't fail. Rudy yeah. can't fail. There you go. Yeah. Is that, that's the name of the song. Right? Yeah, yeah. But is when I um when I when when it what's the song that stuck out to me, um the uh, the Clash song that stuck out to me that it, it gave me vibes of was um Jimmy Jazz. I don't know if you're familiar with Jimmy Jazz. Uh, I'd probably know it if I heard it. I'm really bad with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know the secret. You're gonna become familiar with it at some point. Oh, okay. But um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it gave me it gave the I I got I definitely got Clash vibes from it. Okay. Cool. So I was I was I was a fan. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so one of the things we talked about in the last week's episode was because um, it's come up a few times about the songs that Regina likes and or yeah. albums Regina likes and doesn't like. Things and, Regina likes. Yes. Little Mermaid, Little Shop of Horrors, yes. Tchaikovsky. That that is all true. That yeah. is all true. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. She's also Beauty, a live action Beauty and the Beast. Live action Beauty and the Beast. Um, but no, very much. It's funny because uh, when Adam got here today. I had Little Shop of Horrors um, playing like on the TV for, and I fucking lo- I, I've I've said before Little Shop of Horrors is probably my favorite musical okay. of all time. Yeah, I, I love it. I uh, like all of my kids actually loved it. Yeah, you know, my my oldest um, Liam fucking loves yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. I pulled it on HBO Max the one day, and uh-huh. he was like, "Can we watch the movie with the plant?" Yeah, and I'm like, "It's called Little Shop of Horrors," and now he asks for it by name. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and she was she sits there. And she's she's seen it a bunch of times. But man, she is fucking glued to that TV when yeah. the shop of horrors on. I do not let the television 
babysit my child, just so you guys know. I do not have an iPod baby. I mean, number one, she's only five months old. Yeah. Number two, I just don't do that. But yeah, the whole time the whole time she's sitting there vibing out to to feed me, Paul's sitting there like bouncing her on her on his knee and like talking to her and playing with her and making her dance and everything. So mm-hmm. he's not uh, Rick, I don't just, yeah, I just don't sit there. Even though he that. probably would be a good babysitter, Rick Moranis was not babysitting no, no, Regina not. today. <laughs> so we have the the uh, the Regina factor as to whether or not Regina likes the album. So since we're since we're going into the Regina factor in uh, this is now uh, episode eight, right? So we're going to kind of sure. backtrack. Yep, it is. <laughs> we're going to backtrack a little bit. So I've set it up in three different categories because, I mean, she's a baby. She's five yeah. months old. She doesn't talk. Yeah. But she does have strong reactions to albums and music in general. The kid's musical, which, which I love. I love the fact she's yeah. musical. All of my kids have been musical. Um, you know, some of them uh, pursued a little bit more than others. But all, mm. all four of, well, all three of my previous kids uh all played different instruments or sang or you know this that, i remember that. a french horn yes yeah they all they all except for my oldest um don't believe she played french horn but definitely uh uh, uh jack and ethan played french horn um jack was more trumpet as well um ethan eventually went to college for um uh vocals mm. um uh she was a voice major or he was a voice major um so you know it was you know pretty cool um and the fact that that Regina loves uh, music uh, and and loves songs and and she will sing to them and she'll like talk to the screen when the, when you know there's certain like like uh, music going on and whatnot it's great so she definitely has very strong reactions to um, music but um, again she can't talk you know um, no. so we're basically um, I'm I'm giving her three categories of like dislike or indifferent so. Um, like would be she's laughing, she's listening to it, she's singing with it. Dislike is going to be that she's crying until I turn it off. And then indifferent could be, especially going back, I don't know that I've actually played some of these albums for her. Um, or just that she had no reaction to them. So that's that's the way we're going to um, set up the Regina factor yeah. for um, you know the five-month-old who is uh, you know, it now part of our podcast. Yeah. So... Officially, she was on. Like, she was on camera. She was so uh, bright eyes. I'm wide awake. It's morning. She was indifferent. Oh hi, Ella. Hey, what's up, girl? Uh, Willie Nelson, Stardust. She did like. She was singing. She was singing to it. Nice. She chilled out to it. Say anything? Absolutely hate it. Yep. She she disliked it. Um, she literally. I told this story when we were when we did that episode. How she was crying. Um, when we were listening to it until I turned it on and put Stardust on. And then she. And it was funny because like, I thought Paul was just being an asshole because it was my album and it was an album that I assumed Paul wouldn't like, but continue. Okay. So I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to barely continue. Smith's the queen is dead. She liked, um, she, she, uh, especially with the, you know, the, you know, she was, she was definitely into it. Uh, Billy Joel songs, the attic. She was indifferent. Cause honestly, I don't remember if, if actually she got a chance to listen to it. The Wonder Years, The Upside, she did like. Mm-hmm. She liked it. Um, you know, um, she did not have a bad reaction. I definitely did not play Taking Back Sunday for her because I... Um, you don't want to taint her? I didn't want to taint her, so I'll say she was indifferent. Mm-hmm. And that brings us up to the specials, the specials. She dislikes the specials. Yeah. And I, like I said, I thought Paul was just being an asshole with the same thing. Paul had the specials playing earlier, and she wasn't in a good mood. Oh. And he turned it off and... 
Her mood changed. Her mood changed almost <laughs> on a dime. So she, so, so it's you can, it's she's she's definitely uh, the, definitely responsive to it, and Paul definitely just wasn't being an asshole. Yes, the Regina the Regina factor is real, and Adam got to got to witness it. Mm-hmm. So so there you go. So now the Regina factor. Regina gives a thumbs down uh, to this album. So. <laughs> Yeah, Regina grows up as one of those fuck Scott people. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. It looks like she is calming down. She wasn't even like when I got I got up because like I I had the baby monitor next to the uh, iPad which we're we're filming this on, and um, I see her like kicking around and stuff. She already like spun around in in bed. She doesn't she doesn't roll over yet, which yeah. is fine. Um, I'm glad she doesn't yet because then then it gets really crazy. But uh, she was like spinning around, so like I ran out just to say like, okay, is she crying? Um, and she wasn't. She was just kind of like cooing a little bit. So I think she no. finally settled down. And so she's good. So there you go. So there's the Regina factor on this. So it brings us to our next segment on the podcast, which is the Discogs value. Um, so there are a lot of different um, pressings about this, um, which we did talk about. Um, there's even different covers. Um, on the different things and some of them have different song tracks some of them different orders uh, digitally specifically as as Adam had mentioned there's there's like a bunch of different ones that like some are like two hours long or you know it's whatnot but this is not a two hour long song uh, album um, my copy there that, that Adam is holding in his hand is um, like I said in the US this was released in 1980 so um which was a year after i don't even know if it was a full year but it was released after the 1979 um release in the uk uh what i have there is a pressing from 1980 it is a u.s pressing oh nice so um the etchings so here's where here's where it gets weird right so the etchings that on this particular one when i looked it up in discogs is one of the variant etchings um, so I don't know specifically which pressing plant it came from. So the, the one, the listing where the etchings match, still got the, still got the, still got the Prince of Record Exchange sticker on it. Yes. So, so the, the etchings, when there's variants, like sometimes you'll get a listing that will actually list all the variants of, of the etchings and say, this is, you know, the year it came out and that doesn't necessarily tell you the pressing plant. That's where this one kind of fell into, um, the thing. So. I'm going to say it's most likely a, a Terra Hoot or a Pittman just because, you know, that's when that's where a lot of the albums that I yeah. end up getting, especially, you know, getting it from the Prince and Rec Exchange. There's a good chance that it's one of those pressings. Um, it's likely an early repress. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's an original pressing. It's yeah. probably an early repress. Um, you know, it's it's possibly it's an original pressing, but I'm not I'm not going with that. I I. I'm not going to be like, well, I have an original 1980 yeah. pressing. I can't verify. I can I can verify that I have a 1980 <laughs> pressing. Yeah. Whether it's a a very early reissue or original, I'd err on the side that it's that it's a um a reissue, especially um, considering I only paid six bucks for it in the early 2000s um, from the Princeton Record Exchange, and those guys are actually really really good at like mm. pinpointing it. So, uh, with that in mind doing our normal very good plus uh rating um i don't know that my copy would technically be very good plus might be like a very good uh good plus to a very good mm-hmm. um but again as we said we go by very good plus mm-hmm. my value is 18 dollars and 26 cents we round up to 19 dollars um that that would be the suggested retail um this one might actually sell for probably around there so honestly it looks like i had a pretty good 
investment on my uh, my purchase. So you, you, you know, $13 profit. Yeah, exactly. It, so so um, that brings my running total to $170 to Adam's running total of $169. So right now, and, and yes, okay, so it's the roundup factor, but we've rounded up every single record we've talked about. So because of the roundup factor, I mm. am... You know, a yeah. dollar dollar ahead of you. If we if we rounded this one down, we'd be tied. But then we'd have to round down yours too. You know. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the roundup factor. So that's where we are. We are we are basically in a dead heat right now at one seventy to one sixty. It's neck and neck. It is. It is neck and neck. Eight episodes in. So um, the real question is, mm-hmm. do you want to draw one of my albums from there that will put me back in the 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 lead do i want to no but i know it could happen yeah i am well aware that we could that i could be very much losing the lead very quickly or i could be adding to that lead true so who well zach was supposed to pick last time true zach was supposed to pick but i don't uh, i think you picked i did pick so much much like uh much like regina who's fallen asleep during the podcast zach fell asleep Uh, but for but for different reasons. So let's grab that box of Michael. Let me mix that shit up. The box of Michael looks great under the the moonlight. You know what I mean? All right, all right. So we're gonna mix these up. And mix them up real good. We mix them up every week. You know, so that way it just it is what it is. All right, there she goes. There she goes. Regina is jumping back in. She is <laughs> she is waking up. I believe I might need to give her another bottle. That's okay. That that is why I am drinking water responsible responsible all right adam reach in pull it out he's he's mixing up more see that's that's how that's how dedicated we are to this i like it because i like to dig to the bottom okay and i as like i can't i couldn't feel record sleeve all i could feel was oh there she is let's make this quick let's see oh it's a yellow card so i think it's one of yours Ooh! oh oh it's another booze and vinyl. Oh, another booze and vinyl. We nice. have the self-titled album by the band Vampire Weekend. Ah, nice. Um, nice. Which is going to be another booze and vinyl, which is awesome. Um, which actually uh, really surprised me when we were filling these cards out that uh, Vampire Weekend was actually included in the um, in the booze and vinyl at all. Um, so I'm super excited for that because this is, I think. I think you might, I think you might get behind Vampire Weekend. Um, I've heard some Vampire Weekend. Um, uh, you know, some stuff on the radio. I have actually enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed what no. I've heard. Never really got into them. We also have another possible um, special guest for this one as well. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, but we'll see. So we'll reach out. We'll see uh, what our schedule's going to be like as far as uh, filming goes. And uh, yeah, so we may I say, have. And again, sadly, we're recording on the the Ottsville record balcony. Yes. Um. So we don't have the booze because I think when we had to pull the Smiths, we figured yeah. out what we were going to yeah, be drinking. Yeah, yeah. We don't have the album to put in front of you. Uh, I joked with Paul. I went down to grab something. He asked me to grab something from the from the garage. And I said, do you want me to grab all 50 of the records just so we have uh, everything up here whenever whatever gets pulled? Um, but just know that I have the album. It's downstairs. It's on vinyl. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do have it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that will be next week's episode. Uh, episode nine will be Vampire Weekend. You will take the lead again uh, because I, I'm pretty sure that's worth more than a dollar. Um, hopefully. So, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> 
then again, I looked these things up, so I could always say, like, man, it's it's only worth a dollar. Craziest thing, it was worth actually. You have to pay them. You, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> if you want to sell this on Discogs, you actually have to pay Discogs just to sell it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward. I actually am truly looking forward to listening yeah. to that. So, uh, my name is Paul. I'm the country hipster. This is my brother Adam, um, and it is time to. Bye. Bye. Bye.